0: You've got to just ask yourself some questions of, okay, what do I need to honor about myself and and my process for healing right now? Because you cannot hate yourself into a better body. You can't hate yourself into healing. So you've got to have some self-compassion and some gratitude and just be like, hey, my body is showing up. It's obviously inflamed. It's obviously doing some things that are protective measures. Now, granted, they're not the ones that I would choose. I don't want to be swollen. I don't want to be carrying water weight, but that's what your body knows to do.
1: Today's episode is all for the ladies, as I had the pleasure of bringing back Courtney Bursage who's a board-certified health coach and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. Our conversation goes way deep into female health, hormonal support, adrenal fatigue, surrender, and the best way to support your body physically and mentally when you are going through stress due to a major life change. We also talk about ATP, best supplements for when you're dealing with stress overload, how the mind can bring on physical symptoms, metabolism if you are gaining weight or losing weight due to stress, and so much more. You're listening to the Digest This Podcast, and I'm your host, Bethany Cameron. Let's dive right in. All right, I have to give a shout out to podcast listener P. Voel. They rated and reviewed this podcast, gave it five stars and said, I so wish that I had found Bethany before I followed the traditional medicine route. My doctors had me removing both of my stomach and colon from IBD. I found Bethany about a year ago and feel like I've been given a life jacket of information. Progress is slow, but this podcast and her blog and newsletter have constantly encouraged me to give me peer-reviewed science-based guidelines to try and take my health and life back. Thank you so much for your continued hard work and dedication." Wow. Thank you so much for that wonderful review. And I truly hope that this podcast and my newsletter and everything I put out is helping you and helping all those listening. So thank you so much for that. And you guys know, I always love reading your reviews and knowing that this podcast is appreciated. So thank you guys so much for that. Did you know low magnesium levels make vitamin D ineffective and up to 50% of the US population is magnesium deficient? Magnesium also plays many other crucial roles in the body, such as supporting muscle and nerve function, as well as energy production and sleep regulation. My holistic doctor told me to start taking magnesium. I tried multiple pills from different brands and didn't see much of a difference in my sleep. Then Ned came out with a new and improved formulation of their Naked Magnesium Powder, This new formulation contains no sweeteners, no flavorings, and no gums. And since I already was a fan of their CBD, I decided to give their Naked Magnesium Powder a try. The very first night, I noticed a difference in my sleep. Not only did I fall asleep quicker, but I stayed asleep through the night, and the best part is that I didn't wake up groggy the next morning. So if you are looking for a magnesium supplement, may I strongly recommend Ned's Naked Magnesium Powder. I have full confidence this will benefit your sleep and ultimately your life. So become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code digest. Go to helloned.com digest or enter code digest at checkout. Quick pause because what would this podcast be without me sharing about the benefits of my very own digestive support plant-based protein powder by Newzest? If you don't know, I co-created the digestive support product by Newsest back in 2018 and it's been a top seller ever since. Why? Because I wanted to create an easy to digest protein powder without stevia or fake sweeteners without gums and without flavorings, commonly found in other vegan protein powders. Not just found in protein powders, but also so-called gut support products. And these gums and additives can actually cause digestive upsets. With my protein powder, you'll find only clean, real simple ingredients And I chose to add a specific probiotic known to fight off candida and help the gut specifically. This probiotic is so strong, it does not need refrigeration. And since it doesn't need refrigeration, it can also survive your body's temperature, ensuring it survives once it gets down into your belly so it can start doing its job. You'll also find L-glutamine, which has been shown to help and heal seal the gut, heal and seal the gut. Now, this is super important because the gut lining, obviously you don't want things leaking out. You don't want things seeping in. So L-glutamine can help restore the gut lining, resulting in an overall healthy and happy core. And we all know health starts in the gut. My digestive support protein is glyphosate free and contains no gluten, grains, or lectins. It's vegan, paleo, and keto friendly, as well as suitable for those on a candida or diabetic diet. If you want to grab a tub and start your journey to a healthier and happier gut and ultimately happier life, go to newsest.usa slash digest for a discount. That's N U Z E S T dot USA slash Digest. This offer expires soon, so take advantage while you can. Thank you so much, Courtney, for coming back on the show. I'm so honored. And today it's just the ladies.
0: Yes.
1: I love that. Girls hour. We just had such a great time in the previous podcast that we recorded. And so I wanted to bring you back on because I want to talk about a lot of women quote women stuff like women's hormones and just big life changes and how to address your physical and mental state during huge changes because a lot of people are going through them, whether that's having a baby, career change, divorce, moving. I mean, all these major life happenings can truly affect your health. And you're just such a gem and you're really educated on women's hormone health. um, Specifically, I want to get into metabolism and all that good stuff. So uh, where do we begin?
0: Oh man, you know, it's really unpacking so much, but you know, one thing that I feel like I have learned or it's maybe it's something i'm just embracing a little bit more is not fighting my biology so much um because i i love to nerd out on the physiology and the mechanics of the body and it's like well how can i move this dial or tweak this lever do whatever just to try and take you know one thing up to another level like try and improve my metabolic output or improve my physiology or whatever it is and i i have an appreciation for that but at the end of the day you know, our bodies are so complex and you really can't beat your biology. Like you can't just biohack your way and cut corners and outsmart it. So if you're not addressing foundational pieces to your health or you're leaving something off the table, like your emotional health or your mindset, you will get marginally better, but you will not be able to fulfill the full healing like really be able to see come to pass the things that you desire the most and especially when it comes to symptomatology and chronic disease you may be able to you know have those symptoms improve just a little bit but you're still stuck feeling frustrated with a diagnosis or an autoimmune or you're just paralyzed in fear because you feel like okay i got a little bit better but what if you know what if one more thing happens and then i backslide and things all start to fall apart again and so we live in this perpetual state of fear well that's driving a stress response in your body. And being in this chronically stressed state is always gonna leave you exposed to illness. So I think that it's this, you know, we have to look at this picture of our bodies as how are we gonna work with it, number one, because every single person is super unique. So you can look at all the different people and and I look around and I see all these, you know, influencers and people that are functional med and chiropractors, naturopaths, all these people. And I'm like, man, like they know so much. They know they're so in tune with their bodies but what they do might not necessarily work for me. It may work really well for their lifestyle, but it might not fit my lifestyle. And so I think you've just got to have a level of grace and compassion for yourself. And you've got to address mindset because it all starts with your mind. We know that your thoughts can alter the expression of your genes. We know this. And we all have different gene variants, but we talk about Um, epigenetics and that really being lifestyle. Well, a part of the lifestyle is your mindset. It's the way you think about your body. If you don't believe that you have the capacity to heal, you will never heal. And I think that that's something that many of us, we get stuck living with the symptoms for so long that we buy into the lie that we're never going to feel well. Because we just don't, we've lived so long with something, carrying something that has Interrupted or disturbed our life in some way that we just don't even remember what it was like beforehand, and so we think we'll just never have it again. But that 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 belief system, if that isn't addressed, I can promise you, you can throw supplements at it all day. You could go to the gym. You could mitigate all the EMFs. You could—I mean, there's so many things you could do—and you you will not realize the healing that you really want. And so, if we don't really focus on where your mind is, the belief systems that. The, the thought patterns that you have. And if you don't start to be intentional with that, you're going to find it really hard to get where you want to go. And everybody deserves to be able to feel their best. And I believe that everybody has something so special in them. And it the thing that breaks my heart the most is seeing people that can't realize their potential because they get stuck being sick. And there's so many people that spend their lifetime and they spend years just trying to feel well. And then by the time they can actually start to feel a little bit better, they think, well, I missed my window of opportunity. You know, I've raised my kids. They're out of that. Like I, I've, I've maybe missed the boat on my calling or what it was I was supposed to do. And so, you know, just be encouraged if you're listening and you feel like you've been struggling with some things, your body always has the capacity to heal. And you can very easily turn the ship around, but you've got to start being intentional with your thoughts. And your thoughts will always pull you. They will always be directing you to a place of comfort. And the comfortable places don't always serve your health. They are familiar, but they may not be serving your health. Things like denying your reality, things like numbing yourself out or distracting yourself. Those are all very common practices that we do to avoid going places that feel uncomfortable. And I have had to do this a lot recently. And I'll tell you what, it takes so much work. I have to get up and force myself to do things that feel very uncomfortable. There are conversations that need to be had. There're things that I need to really look at in myself and really look at like why am I why am I choosing to do this? What's the real motive behind the motive? Because sometimes if you ask yourself, "Well, why am I doing this?" ask yourself why again and again. Because then you'll really start to see why you're doing something. A lot of times we just think, "Well, we're doing we're going to the gym." Okay, why are you going to the gym? Well, you know, I want to fit into my clothes and and if, I feel like if I don't just beat myself up and put myself through a hard workout then, you know, I'm just not, I'm going to let myself go. And it's like, okay, well, why do you think that? Well, I, you know, I know that I have a bad relationship with food and I know that I'm probably going to want to eat a lot of food later or I'm I'm going to snack late night. So if I don't punish myself now, or I feel like I need to offset that load. So you just keep peeling back layer after layer after layer. So that's kind of a long winded answer, which I'm known for long winded answers by the way, but you know, I love them kind of approaching, you know, it, at least in a, in a, when you're looking at priorities of healing, you've got to just start with your mindset. And so many people, you know, this day and age are doing a lot of, they're they're teaching a lot of tools around mindset. And so, you know, to that, I would say like follow the people, use the resources. Um, I really like Mimi Bouchard has, I don't know if you've had Mimi Bouchard on your podcast before. Um, No, not yet, but now I'm going to look into that. (laughs) Yeah, she's amazing. We had her on over a year ago and, um, she has an app called the Superhuman app and they're guided meditations where she's actually talking to you. And there's f- different types of like frequency music in the background, but it's, it has helped me tremendously because in those moments where I feel like I'm getting paralyzed, like that is my, that, that's my default is just overwhelm turns into being paralyzed and i just almost do nothing because it's like this fight fright flight or freeze and i'm the freeze i'm just like i don't even i feel like there's so many things i need to do i feel like i have no emotional capacity and i just i can't do anything and Girl, so i've
1: been there yeah i think everyone has been there when they they feel like i have x y and z a b c to do and they ought, They do nothing because they have so much and it's so overwhelming. I want to talk about adrenal fatigue because I feel like adrenal fatigue is, is partly the mindset because when you don't have the right mindset and you're overwhelmed mentally, you can definitely have adrenal fatigue and that kind of trickles down into like the physical symptoms where you're like, man, I haven't really done anything physical, but I am so drained and I feel like I can't even lift a coffee cup, you know? And I'll just tell you one story because you did talk about mindset. And this was back in 2021. And I think I shared, this is before I even started podcasting. And I was in bed for a month. I was literally paralyzed in bed for a month, having all these neurological pains in my body. We went to so many different doctors. Obviously we went to specialists for neurological treatment and things. They did all the tests. They're like, well, we, we can't really find anything wrong with you. And I was like, no, I am getting shocked. Like uh, I had a, a walker. I couldn't walk. I had a walker for a couple of days. Like this was intense. So I was in bed and after all these tests, after just laying in bed and feeling like I was being shocked by electricity left and right, they're like, "Bethany, I think you have anxiety. Like I think all of these physical symptoms are like from your just mental anxiety." And I'm like, "Well, well, what do I have anxiety about? Like, you know, like you don't know what you have anxiety about." I'm like, "I I think I'm fine. Like what do I have to what do I have to worry about?" So anyways, long story short is that it ended up being anxiety, and I was physically paralyzed from just the mind. And the aspect of that. And again, just to to what you pointed out, the mind is so powerful and it can really affect bodily symptoms that are are true. You're feeling them. They're you're not imagining them, but it can affect that. And so let's go into that a little bit and that connection.
0: Yeah. Oh, that story. I mean, you know, really, I think just brings to light the fact that the body doesn't really have away. The stress response system, the way that your your HPA axis, so this is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. This is really the set of glands and organs that are responding. They're basically helping your body respond to different stressors that are out there. But the thing that we don't realize is that our, our body does not understand the difference between a perceived stress and an actual stress that's in your reality. Meaning that If there's something subconsciously that's been bothering you, if you're worried about your finances and you know that at night you're like, oh my gosh, like every night I just, you know, I worry about it. And it's, you know what, it's it's driving a stress response, which is impacting your sleep and your melatonin and your recovery. It's driving inflammation, which is now creating leaky gut and maybe, you know, a whole onslaught of other things. But all that to say is that your body can't differentiate. So if you're worried about something that hasn't even really happened, it's not a, an actual truth in your life yet. It's a potential. Maybe, maybe it's maybe there's strong potential. Maybe it's a one in a million. But you thinking about it is telling your body that we need to. It's to, it's giving you the same response as if you were running from a, a lion or a bear or whatever the analogy is. So your body is handling the fear, the same way that it would is if you were in the presence of a real threat to your body. And so that really is where I see so many women getting stuck because we're wearing a million different hats. We're doing all of these different jobs. We're caretaking for other people oftentimes. Maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's children, maybe it's all the above. And there's so much stress and pressure that we never come out of this constant state of panic and fear. Well, what if my kid gets sick? And what if something happens? And, you know, it means it's, you're just thinking and worrying and worrying. And if you don't address that and get to a place of like real control and peace of where you're you're able to just say, this is for me, this is not, like I cannot live in the what ifs because that will put you in a position to be sick at the end of the day. And again, that's just mindset. But like you said, I mean, that is that is a a really impactful measure of symptomatology associated with something that and and you may even in the time just been thinking like, there's not anything I can specifically pinpoint, but maybe there were some underlying factors that had really just mounted that much of a response. And so to you, it didn't make sense because you're not like thinking that's what most people they're like, I don't know why I have anxiety. Then they start thinking, I have anxiety thinking about my anxiety. It's like they don't Mm -hmm. even know anymore. It's just that, you know, it started with one small thought. And if you don't take that thought captive, if you don't rein that in, it can turn into something so much bigger down the road. And then all of a sudden you don't really know what that is, but it has created a massive burden on your body. And now you're, now you are so compromised. You don't know how to get yourself out. And that's where I really feel for women because they find themselves, they wake up one day and they think, I do not understand how I got here. And they can't they can't figure out how do I take the steps necessary to right the ship to start getting better because I don't even understand what it was that I chose to do. You know, what were the decisions I consciously made and unconsciously made that got me here? Because most of it is just tied to responsibility in life. And sometimes you have circumstances that are outside your control and you're forced to walk through fires that you never signed up for. And so I think that that's just a natural part of life we have to understand. But my message to all the all the ladies especially is, no matter what your set of circumstances are you have the ability to support the stress response system that adaptation you are built to adapt the problem is that we're we're now living in a world where we have to adapt so much and so often that that's that system gets broken and jammed up so it just doesn't have enough capacity so then my question is and i'm i ask this to myself all the time because i'm i'm juggling a lot of different things right now and you know i'm personally I'm probably in the most difficult stage of my adult life. I'm I'm having to deal with some things in my personal life. And I'm also doing things on a professional level that I've never done before. So I don't have this level of confidence to show up and say, hey, I'm, i know how to do this. I'm gonna crush it, I'm gonna knock it out of the park. I show up and I am battling all the thoughts of you don't belong here, you're not worthy, you're not going to, you know, do a good job, you're you're not going to be able to carry this through to completion. And even if you do, you know, it's gonna look like a failure. Like those are the those are the thoughts ruminating in my mind. And then on top of that, I've got other things that I'm navigating in my life that are in the background that I just don't have complete control over. And to be honest, they're like little landmines every day. I can pretty much expect to you know, step on one of them, but I don't really know. And I don't know how to support. I don't know how to navigate that. And I had to come to a place of just complete surrender and realize I'm going to do the best to show up for myself. I'm going to use the tools that I know that have worked for me to prop myself up. And you can do that. You can prop yourself up. There are a lot of different ways to support your adrenals and your thyroid. And I will say this, my number one suggestion for those of you that feel like, hey, I'm bottomed out. I'm so tired. Things keep coming at me. I can't keep up with it. Your biggest priority is to support that stress response and the energy production. Because when your stress gets turned up, when the heat gets turned up on your life, guess what else? What the demand goes up. The the demand for energy. And that comes in the form of ATP, which your cells are creating, but your cells can't make enough energy when you don't have the right nutrients, right? And you're not rested. So those are the areas that I prioritize in in times of high stress. And like I said, sometimes you just have to realize I am running this thing full throttle on 6,000 RPMs. Like that engine is running hot and heavy. And that's how mine has been for the last few months. And I'm like, there will come a time where I'm going to have to like back off the gas. But right now I can't. And if you don't have that choice either, there are things you can do to support yourself and to really help your body step into that accelerated mode. It's just that when we plow through challenges in life and stressors, we, we neglect to support the needs that our body has from, you know, we're, we can even break this down because I know I'm going through so many different things, but from the adrenal perspective, you know, vitamin C gets depleted very quickly. Vitamin C a nutrient that you have to get from your food and it gets stored in the adrenal glands and it gets burned up and utilized very, very quickly in high stress situations. This is why we find a lot of people that, you know, ultimately get sick or they get sick repeatedly when they have a lot of stress in their life. Now there are other factors too, because the immune system gets compromised, but vitamin C is a is an antioxidant. And so you have a higher level of oxidative stress in your body when stress is present. And so you need to be able to neutralize and mitigate that by increasing your antioxidants. So having them in your diet is great. But I also think a Band-Aid, a prop-up approach would be to add in maybe 500 milligrams. You don't want to do really high doses of vitamin C, especially if you're doing it for several weeks or a few months, just because it can displace other nutrients and minerals. But I have found... So, don't take this as medical advice. For myself, about 500 milligrams of vitamin C. And I usually try to do a combination of ascorbic acid as well as a whole food vitamin C. I was always a pro whole food vitamin C gal. And then I kind of saw some research and data on ascorbic acid being helpful. So, I kind of do a little blend of both. But I take that first thing in the morning because it's a water soluble vitamin. And it helps restore because your adrenals are producing the most amount of cortisol in the morning. So that's the time I want to really be able to get my body, like overflow the tank with minerals and with vitamins that are necessary to support energy. And you know that the the first half of the day is when that melatonin goes down, cortisol goes high. You just don't want to go skyrocketing high and then just fall off the cliff. And that's where a lot of people end up.
1: Well, I have, I just want to interrupt you because I want you to keep going. But you said that your cortisol levels are are the highest in the morning. And this is interesting because when I would, I mean, I still get anxiety from time to time. But when I was like going through high anxiety, my peak for anxiety was in the morning, which is really, I thought that was odd. I was like, a lot of people get anxiety at night. It's dark, it's late, whatever. But it was like, first thing in the morning, I would get anxiety and it was so weird to me.
0: Yeah. And you know, cortisol does kind of build. So it it, you know, it'll start off lower as soon as you, you know, you're waking up, but your body will start at that point, you know, really pushing cortisol because that's really what's going to get you up and out of bed. And then it usually peaks, you know, around lunchtime or so. And then you start to kind of have that taper off. But that is interesting. I mean, I see a lot of people that do have a high level of anxiety in the morning. And, and one of the things that can really amplify that is caffeine. Um, because you know, the body just gets flooded with this, this hormone that's Basically ramping you up. Like cortisol is anti-inflammatory in nature, so it can be really, really good. But at the same time, it can blunt pain, so you can actually not feel things and be numb. This is why we see people that seem like they're doing everything. Like if you have that friend that's like, "Oh my gosh, she does everything! Like she's at all the kids' meetings, and she's at the gym, and she's making homemade food, and she's like, she does everything, and she looks like she's a pillar of health." Let me tell you, I have worked with enough women to know that that's usually the time where you're not feeling the effects of the damage of that excess cortisol and running hot and heavy, because at some point the brain starts to realize this is not sustainable. And let me tell you, your brain is always sensing and it's going to override at some point. It's going to say, no more. We are catabolic. We're breaking things down because we're having to break down lean muscle tissue for energy, we're depleting nutrients faster than we're getting them and the body is going to say no more energy. And so it communicates with the adrenals and with the thyroid gland and the thyroid is is really kind of the barometer of your body of saying here's how much energy we're going to give you today. And so these are when people that seem like they had everything going they're feeling good and then all of a sudden they just bottom out and you don't hear from them and they're like bedbound and it's like what happened? And they get they have anxiety because they think, I don't know, I was crushing life. I felt great. And all of a sudden now I can't even get out of bed. And a lot of times it's because they hit that threshold of breakdown that the brain now says, we can't sustain this anymore without it killing us. So we're going to down regulate all the metabolic processes in your body so that you'll slow down and you'll start to heal. And we hate that. And we think, I can't slow down. I don't have that option. So then we start adding things in like caffeine and we start, you know, energy drinks. And we're like, you know, maybe I need B12 injections. And we're just trying to push ourselves through something when the body's saying, please just stop, please just rest. It's like you're giving your
1: body fake energy.
0: Oh, totally. And that's when some of that anxiety, even sometimes not saying this is, is your scenario, but For a lot of women, then they'll start, you know, relying heavily on caffeine and and other stimulants or even trying to band-aid with different supplements and their body revolts. Like they start getting the shakes and they're like, their stomach can't handle it. And it's like, I'm so sensitive to everything. And they think, well, I never had that before. And it's because the body, like I said in the beginning, is so intelligent and it's not going to let you keep harming yourself because it's trying to preserve you know the integrity of your physiology and it knows when things get so when tilted so out of balance and it will not let you do it anymore and that's where you really have to just honor where your body's at and say okay okay I can't do it I can't can't go to the gym I want to you know, And you just have to get over the fact that you're not a failure for not going, but your body has hit a, a capacity and threshold that it can no longer manage. Um, and if you don't honor that, that breakdown will continue and the symptoms will continue to get worse and worse and worse.
1: Okay, you guys, listen up. If you have the following symptoms such as constipation or diarrhea, anxiety, sugar or alcohol cravings, poor immune system, compulsive or disordered eating, low muscle mass, poor wound healing, slow recovery after workouts, heartburn or acid reflux, or digestive issues like colitis, IBS, diverticulitis, Crohn's, celiac disease, or symptoms from food sensitivities, taking L-glutamine could be beneficial. L-glutamine is one of the most important nutrients for a healthy digestive tract because of its ability to maintain the integrity of the intestinal wall. This amino acid, which is the most abundant amino acid in our body, helps heal all human tissues, especially those irritated tissues in the digestive tract. It's also been known as the calming amino acid since it's very effective at reducing anxiety as well as sugar and alcohol cravings. Even progressive addiction treatment centers will use it to help reduce cravings. Plus get this, you guys, in a 2011 study published in the Yonsei medical journal found that glutamine supports the immune system and it's especially beneficial for patients in the hospital and those fighting viruses or overwhelming infections. Your entire immune system is protected from the toxic environment by your gut barrier. And if that barrier gets damaged, you will get sick and create an overactive immune system producing inflammation throughout the body. Thankfully, a damaged gut lining can be reversed and can be accomplished by getting enough gut healing nutrients, such as L-glutamine. Clinically, medical professionals have found this to be true with their clients and I myself have experienced the benefits. That's why I created my very own L-glutamine powder under Bethany's pantry. This powder is pure without any additives, fillers, flavorings, gums, or unnecessary ingredients. The ingredients are literally just one, L-glutamine. It's vegan, paleo, keto and tasteless. So you can literally just add it to a glass of water, stir for five seconds and sip without tasting anything. This amino acid also works well in smoothies mixed in yogurt. I've even added it to my guacamole. It dissolves instantly and you can't even tell it's there. And your body will thank you from all the benefits you're giving it to fully heal in the area you need healing or just boosting your immune system in prep for the upcoming flu season. Guys, I am so proud to finally offer a clean L-glutamine powder I can fully recommend. If you want a bag, just go to NewZest-USA.com slash Bethany's Pantry where you'll find this plus all my other Bethany's Pantry items. Again, go to NewZest-USA.com slash Bethany's Pantry. That's N-U-Z-E-S-T-USA.com slash Bethany's Bethany's Pantry. I'll also leave that link in today's show notes. Research actually shows the average cleaning product contains chemicals that are in fact affecting our lungs. Hazardous chemicals can be found in bleach-based products, disinfectants, degreasers containing several other chemicals commonly referred to as E-G-B-E. It's a common ingredient in liquid soaps and cosmetics, even hairsprays, paint, glue, as well as industrial and household cleaning products. E-G-B-E is listed as possibly toxic to the eyes and skin, central nervous system, respiratory system, kidneys, and liver. The Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry states it also affects development and reproduction. That's just another reason why I use branch basics for my cleaning needs you just mix their non-toxic concentrate with water in a glass spray bottle and you're good to go and clean your entire home. Everything from your kitchen to your bathroom, to your living room, and even your kids' toys. Branch Basics is also safe and gentle for your pets. And I've even personally used it to wash my fruits, veggies, and delicate berries. It's 100% biodegradable, fragrance-free, and contains no harmful substances, obviously. Their concentrate is derived from plants and minerals. And the best part is that you only have to buy one product, which is their do-it-all concentrate. And their concentrate literally lasts for ever. I probably use it a little bit too much, but it it does last a very very long time. That's all you need. So, if you want to clean up your home and your health by using Branch Basics, they're offering my listeners 15% off. Just use code little at checkout to receive a discount. I recommend starting with their starter kit, which includes everything you'll need with simple instructions. Again, you can go to branchbasics.com and enter code LITTLESIPPER at checkout. That's L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R for a discount something I've personally noticed is that when you're overly stressed, uh, magnesium can really be beneficial yes. as well because your body can actually your body actually needs more magnesium yes. when you are just stressed out to the max. and then when your body can finally relax because magnesium does help that, then your body can produce the natural energy, not fake energy, the just natural energy that your body needs because it was able to relax and sleep and repair and recover.
0: Yep, yep, um, I love that.
1: Now, I wanna talk a little bit about female hormones and because for a lot of people, when you're stressed, maybe you lose your period, maybe you, you're you breaking out with acne, your hair is falling out or whatever because of all these different stressors, maybe you're gaining weight, maybe you're losing weight. So I know a lot of people, it could be one end of the spectrum where they're like, hey, I'm going through a major life change I have lost so much weight. I'm eating the same or or I'm eating more and I'm just losing weight and I don't know what's happening. And then there's the other people where they're like, I am gaining weight all of a sudden. I'm not eating anymore. I've actually cleaned up my diet, but I'm still gaining weight because of the stress. So can you explain a little bit like why some people experience one or the other?
0: Yeah, yeah, you explain that perfectly because it it does you'll see both ends of the spectrum. And oftentimes in my experience, I see women, they kind of land in both places depending on where they are on that spectrum of stress. So in the beginning, when everything gets upregulated because the body senses, hey, there's a higher demand, that weight starts to fall off, right? You're like a furnace, everything gets turned up, your thyroid, your free T3, like you're converting hormone, like because your body's like, I need I, I need to go, I need to, you know, I've got whatever it is that you're doing that's just driving so much energy um, expenditure, your body just is going to uptick because it's like, well, we got to hit a new gear. Well, then when you get to that point where your body's like, mm, can't do this anymore, then all of a sudden everything down regulates. And so you may not change anything. You may not change your nutrition or change your workouts, but your body went from hey, the weight was falling off to now I I you know can't even like smell a sweet potato chip without gaining weight. And it's like that for a female, I mean, talk about, you know, adding fuel to the fire. Like that's just the stress of that, of feeling like, okay, it's one thing if you can understand the cause and effect. If I just decided I was going to eat tons of processed food and drink lots of alcohol and do all of these things. And then I started to see that I was gaining weight that would make sense. But what's the frustrating part is when you're not doing any of that and you're doing all the healthy lifestyle practices and everything is going in the other direction, then you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't have control. Like I, my body is like completely revolting. So again, I think one, you've got to just ask yourself some questions of, okay, what is it that, I, what do I need to honor about myself and and my process for healing right now? Because you cannot hate yourself into a better body. You can't hate yourself into healing. So you've got to have some self-compassion and some gratitude and just be like, hey, my body is showing up. It's obviously inflamed. It's obviously doing some things that are protective measures. Now, granted, they're not the ones that I would choose. I don't want to be swollen. I don't want to be carrying water weight, but that's what your body knows to do. Now, the other thing would be to look at the hormones because the hormones are really are really a significant player here. And a lot of this is going to vary depending on where you are. If you're a cycling woman, if you're perimenopause, if you're menopause, because those, those are all different pictures and different kind of seasons of life with your hormones. But I would say for the average woman that does have her cycle, I would say that looking at estrogen and progesterone are the two areas that I would focus on. Because if your cycle has gone completely wonky and sideways, you're going to want to create safety in your body first and foremost. And the only way to do that is to really target the nervous system by communicating to your body that we can have a normal cycle. When your body feels like it can reproduce, then that is a that is a really good way to know that your body has some safety and security. It doesn't feel like it's in overdrive and there's too much demand on it. Because your the, the thyroid, all of these things are secondary, right, to the, the brain's ability to assess the overall health of your body. So if you're a cycling woman, you know, you've got estrogen building in the front half of your cycle. And then after you ovulate, then you have really, that's progesterone's time to shine. Now, where I see a lot of women running into barriers is that stress response, right, the nervous system that is kind of out of whack, right, because now we've got too much stress on the body we're unable to build a sufficient amount of estrogen. And then on top of that, we may have delayed ovulation or no ovulation, which means if we're not ovulating, we're not producing progesterone. And then from that point, halfway through your cycle until whenever you start to bleed again, it can be really turbulent. Like you can have terrible cramps. Most women carry a few extra pounds of water weight. That is normal, by the way. Like, after ovulation, your body is totally prepared for pregnancy at that point. So you will have like, you should not have just like a totally flat stomach. Like there should be some swelling there, right? Because that's blood flow into the uterus area because it's, it's anticipating maybe having to support the life of a child. So it's directing a lot of extra energy to that area, which then looks like you're carrying a little extra water weight. So that's just natural biology. You know, if you feel like, oh, so frustrated, like that's just, that's just a part of it. So don't be frustrated with yourself. But things that are kind of practical that I feel like are super helpful is just not overdoing it in the gym on the back half of your cycle. If you're working out and crushing insane workouts every single day of the month, you are likely putting yourself in a position to have insufficient progesterone. Progesterone is like the super chill hormone that off, kind of balances out estrogen. Estrogen's kind of like the big sister that's just, like she just gets stuff done and progesterone's super, super sensitive. And she just, if it's too stressful, then she's just not gonna come out. Like she's not gonna be there. And she's gonna mellow you out. She's gonna make you feel good. There's a lot of mood enhancing benefits to progesterone. So if you don't have enough of that, you are likely going to feel irritable and unhappy and you'll probably have more painful periods or or at least leading up to that you'll probably have cravings and you'll be eating chocolate and salty chips and all these things. So make just start to be aware of how your body's hormones are fluctuating from week to week because that's going to give you some insight into how you can make decisions to support yourself. And if you are really really stressed, you've got to those that 10 to 14 days from ovulation until you start your period you absolutely cannot just be going balls to the walls. Like You just, you gotta like cool your jets. And if you need to move, go do a yoga class, go take several walks a day, or just lift some heavy weights, but give yourself enough rest time. Like I love being in the gym. I love weight training. And I just have to realize, you know what? I don't need to be crushing my soul every single day. That just is not, that's not going to be beneficial long-term. So I would say from a hormonal standpoint, you know, just being really aware of, where your cycle is from week to week, um, because if you're starting to notice that you have symptoms certain weeks of the month, that may just mean you need to tweak your lifestyle a little bit, um, and also getting enough nourishment. Like you should be eating differently at different times of the month. So I always i i eat way more frequently in my luteal phase. That's after ovulation until bleed. I eat a lot of kind of like mini meals. I can fast. In the follicular phase, when estrogen is high, because estrogen really buffers and, and there's a, there's less of, um, there's more insulin um, sensitivity in certain times of your cycle where it's like, hey, you know, you're not going to be as, as responsive to carbohydrates. So I fast a little bit more. I push the needle a little bit more in the follicular phase. And then in the luteal phase, you know, I have a lot of little mini meals and I definitely don't fast. When you are maybe
1: eating a little bit more or not fasting, what do you focus on the most? Do you focus on more protein, more fats, or do you just kind of have a roundabout meal plan?
0: Yeah. I honestly, I really, protein is huge. I mean, most women are not getting enough protein just in general. So I try and shoot for at least 30 grams per meal. Um, But I, for, for more of luteal phase eating, I mean, I focus on having more carbohydrates. Like I do a ton of potatoes, like I'll do sweet potatoes. I actually just cooked yesterday. I did, I soaked some white rice and, um, and then I cooked it in bone broth. And I love that because not only is it more savory, it just, it has more flavor, but you're you're adding in all the benefits of the broth that are so good for your gut. And you're getting those amino acids and um, and the collagen and the gelatin, and those can all bind up and seal the gut lining. So it's just kind of like habit stacking a little bit there. But those are some, those are just, you know, I mean, they're, they're not like overly exciting, but I do love... Um, like cooked rice and bone broth. And I love, I love regular potatoes. I love sweet potatoes, any type of root vegetable, honestly, carrots, parsnips, you know, find the stuff that's dense. I mean, squashes, things, pumpkins, all of that, you know, are in season right now in fall. And so try to eat seasonally, but get those root vegetables in and really don't, you know, don't force it. I have found that I actually sleep way better. If you do not honor the fact that your body does need extra calories. Like it is proven that you do actually need a few hundred more calories in your luteal phase than in your follicular phase. So if you feel like, oh, well, I just messed it up. I went over my macros or I had an extra meal today. Like no, your body maybe needed a little bit more caloric intake. Now I always like, you know, just to optimize and and improve the insulin response, do eat your protein first. Um, so all you know, don't just have like a giant bowl of potatoes and you know, put some ketchup on it or something. Like that sounds great, but get, get some protein. make it make it a well-rounded meal. And great. then salt, guys, salt, oh my gosh, I'm biggest salter. I'm a heavy salter.
1: Oh, me salter. too, girl. I go through one of those like big Malden sea salt buckets. I go through one of those like, like nobody's business.
0: Yes. Minerals are so important. And especially when you're stressed, you burn and mow through minerals. We talked about magnesium. I mean, I dose that three times a day. If you are super stressed, you should be dosing melatonin, or you should be dosing melatonin. We could talk about melatonin too, but magnesium three times a day. Get it first thing in the morning, get it in the afternoon there's several different forms. I like getting one that's like a multi-form. So you're getting a little bit of um, different bioavailability and absorption and things like that. And they all act a little bit differently. Some act more in the brain and, and some will act a little bit more on skeletal muscle tissue and things like that. But I think dosing multiple times a day with magnesium is so helpful for women, especially if you're having a hard time sleeping.
1: Yes, yes, for sure. And for those two that li- that are listening that have uh, gut issues, magnesium is so beneficial, especially if you feel like you're cramping. And again, like magnesium citrate, that is not, I don't think that's the best quality personally, but it has been known that that does help with constipation. So for constipation, I think magnesium citrate is best, but I've also, I love the glycinate and L-theanate and, I don't know. What's your favorite?
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I love them all too. I do, I do like that. I do a seven form one by bio optimizers that I really like. Um, cause I think glycinate's good, malate's good, you know, citrate can be helpful if you are constipated. I find a lot of women on the second part of their cycle can be a little bit more prone to constipation. So that may be something that you just dose a little bit heavier on citrate. But I think if you get a good multi-form, you'll be, you'll be in a great position. Um, and you may find one that you like better than others. Um, some act a little bit more on the brain, um, like L3 and 8, but, um, you know, there's, there's so many different benefits and most people are magnesium deficient. I mean, I think the statistic totally. is like 90% or something. So, you know, that's one of those supplements yeah. that I feel like everybody, I mean, it should just be like a baseline because I just think that our stress demand, no matter what, I mean, you don't have to be going through anything crazy. There's just a lot of stress. Like there's a lot of toxic burden on your body. There are a lot of things that are just depleting minerals that you're completely unaware of. You may have the most chill, secure, calm life and still be magnesium deficient. So I think that that's one to put in your arsenal for sure. And then just start to titrate and kind of dose it based off of need. So if you find that, you know, some of that anxiety is creeping and that may be a really good thing to bring in at night. Um, my mom made, I was at her house and she made these like magnesium spritzers and they were so good. I should find the recipe. I think it was like just a little splash of cranberry juice. And then she did just like a sparkling seltzer and then took... Um, I want to say it was thorn. They have a powdered magnesium and so she just puts like a scoop of the powdered magnesium in there and the seltzer and a little bit of the pomegranate and then she kind of like frothed it and it it looked like champagne kind of like a rosé or something. But it was so good. And she was like, "Oh, we're having, but she, I forget what she called it. She was like, it was something funny, but I was like, "Mom, like I'm so, this is such a proud moment." <laughs>
1: Well, you know what? I don't know if this is true, but I have heard that magnesium is better absorbed when you add either a carbonated water or baking soda.
0: Yeah, I feel Have like you I've heard, that? heard that before too? I haven't. I haven't. I don't. I can't remember. I have to look that up. But I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, um, it improves the absorption or the bioavailability or something. So yeah.
1: I know, that's really interesting. So, hey, your mom's onto something there for sure.
0: Go mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I love that when you were talking about previously, just really surrendering and really just kind of... (sighs) giving it to god really I, I mean for those that are listening you know maybe you you're a believer maybe you're not but just really just surrendering for me it's knowing that giving things to god and letting him handle it because you know he's already won and he knows the future and he won't give you more than you can handle and really focusing on the good because maybe i don't know if you know this but there in the bible there's 365 do not fear verses And I thought, man, 365 for every day of the year is a do not fear. And it's really kind of going back to the mindset like we were talking about. Because if you can really regulate that and you can regulate your hormones, possibly, you could regulate um, weight loss, all these different things that you're just carrying around emotionally. And for women we're wearing so many hats. You know, there's mothers that are working two jobs that are single mother and the stress can pile for sure. And, you know, how do you deal with that? Because I feel like, Courtney, you're you're such a super mom. And what is the best way to really support maybe, um, maybe a single mother who's just like, I am done. I need help.
0: Yeah. Oh man, you know what I would say? You've got to live in the provision for today. What your portion is for today is for today. This is something I feel like the Lord has just put on my heart and something that he's wrestling out of me because I like to know a plan. Like I want to know what the the one week, the three month, the six month, I want to have complete control and I want to be able to work towards things that I know I can put my hand in the pot in like, I can, I can do one thing and know that it's going to have this outcome. And the Lord has had to really kind of strip out a lot of things in my life that's created enough instability where I don't have control. You know, I don't have control over a lot of things right now, but I do know that he's a good God. He's a good father and his Portion and provision is enough for you. But sometimes there are are seasons where you are going to have to learn to have a different level of dependency. And I think that that dependency can produce incredible things in your life if you let it. If you fight it and you resist it, then God's not gonna be able to show you more of who he is. Like his character gets revealed in ways you'll never experience. If you can get up and just say, God, what is it that you have for me today? I don't need to know. I don't need to know the tomorrow, I don't need to know the next week, but I want to be able to see and be able to hear and be able to listen to who you are today, what I need to know and accomplish for today, and then have hope for tomorrow. And so I think being in that place can be so freeing because you know what? You don't have to carry that fear and that worry. Like, I feel like that that creates so much of a barrier to our healing, but you're not called to carry it, right? He, he paid the ultimate price. Like, he is willing and able, and he wants to intercede for you, and he's already won the battle, like you said. The battle is yours. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And so I think that there are so many good things for us, but I think there's this, this incredible fear of if I loosen my grip on certain areas of my life, things are going to go away you know, or things are going to fall apart if I'm not there. And you've got to realize that God has way more control over those things. And those were never things you were probably supposed to carry in the first place. So, you know, just be encouraged by what it is that God has for you today. And just know that your steps are ordered before you. And as long as you are faithful and obedient with what he's got for you today, you don't have to worry about the rest. And I think that that has given me an incredible amount of peace um, in thinking bigger picture, you know, because there, there is a difference. You know, you don't want to live in denial. Like, I don't want to deny my emotions and just be like, okay, well, God's going to fix it all and I'm not going to worry about it and I'm not going to address it. No, you gotta. You still have to do the hard work. You still have to show up and ask some of these tough questions. And you still have to have really hard conversations sometimes. But the outcome of all of that, you don't have to worry about. As long as you're willing to show up and 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 be who God's called you to be in the here and now, like he will handle the rest. So um, I hope that that is encouraging for somebody because sometimes you can only take it one day at a time. And that's okay. But know that that is a really sweet place to be because where you are weak, he is strong. And I think it was Paul that was talking about how he loved being in prison. He loved all of the oppression that he had because he was like, I have nothing. But when I have nothing, he's everything. And miracles show up in my life. And I know that it's him. And so I just feel like, what a sweet gift to be able to say, God, I know I'm here for a reason. I know that you're refining me. I know that you knew I'd be facing this Goliath long before I existed, but It is in this moment that will determine the person, the next version of who you are supposed to be. And unless you can just submit and surrender in humility and receive his love and just know that you just need to abide. Sometimes you don't need to fight the storm. You don't need to hold your breath through the storm. You just need to abide in him. Like you don't need to deny it, but you just need to be be close to him. And I feel like that's where God can just show you a love and a peace that you could never access otherwise.
1: Man, Courtney, I want you to just keep preaching because <laughs> let me tell you, I mean, it's going to be encouraging to so many listeners including myself. That was just so encouraging and you know, I've I've talked to many different people on the podcast who have gone through health struggles or life situations and I can also attest for this that their hardest moments in life, whether that be a um, health issue or a life crisis, they said it was the best thing that ever happened to them, you know, after the fact. And for me as well, like having health issues, yeah, I, I don't like it, but look at look at where it got me, you, the other person, the next person, it made them a better person and it opened up doors that they never thought were going to be opened unless they had to go through that season of life that was probably the worst season of their life.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Gosh, that's, I mean, that preaches right there. I mean, it's like, you know, if you just think about your life as just a bunch of events happening to you, then I could see how maybe it would just be frustrating because it would have no meaning and significance. It would just be an inconvenience. But if you live your life and you know that there's greater purpose on it, then you know that the things that you are facing were not by accident. Like they you God knew that you would be facing that at this point in time and you would have whatever experience prior that was going to be your training field. Right now you are on a different playing field and that's what I think about because I'm going like I said, you know, I'm going through some things in my personal life with my marriage and you know, kids, it, there's a lot of things there, but I I'm trying my best to be like, okay God, I I picture myself like on a field and it's like it's just like training and i'm like i'm out here having to face and do exercises and do things that are really hard that i've never done before but i know that if i just hide away and i don't try and look for the wisdom that i'm supposed to gain if i don't if i don't look for the opportunities for breakthrough and growth then i'm going to avoid everything wait till the storm passes and i'm going to come out and be like okay is it safe to come out but i'm the same person you know, maybe my surroundings look a bit different now, but I am i haven't emotionally matured or spiritually grown. And I want to be able to say, like, I'm showing up every day to the battle line, believing that my provision is there and willing to learn what it is that I need to learn about myself and who God is for me to step into a different level of purpose on my life. And I believe that for every single person. And so if you if you are in the midst of it, just reframe your mindset. Just be like I'm training for something great. Like there is something for me here that I have to learn and I have to walk through this fire because if I don't, I will never be able to carry the blessing that is for me in the future. You cannot carry a blessing you have not trained for. So believe that whatever hardship it is that you're facing has significant purpose. When you carry that with you, all of a sudden, it looks a lot different because you start to think, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I get to experience this level of, you know, whatever it is, whatever that emotional, you know, burden might be for you, because it's giving you perspective and it's changing the way that you think and it's creating more dependency on him. And it's it's just allowing you to become a vessel that will do so much greater than you ever thought or imagined. And I, I, mean, I just, yeah,
1: I just yeah, no. Keep going. I mean, I love that yeah. you, you bring in this the thankfulness because it's so true when you're thankful for things that you appreciate life more. Uh, the other day I was I was making the bed and I was vacuuming the floor and I was, you know, doing all the home chores and I was just like, you know what? Thank you, Lord, that I have a vacuum to vacuum my floor. Thank you that I have a bed to make. Thank you that I have dishes to wash because that meant I had food on my plate. You know, all these like, I know they're just small things, but you can get so negative sometimes and just be like, okay, maybe your car breaks down and you're having a flat tire, but you're like, you know what? Thank you, God, that I have a car that I didn't actually have to take the bus. And you maybe it's a hiccup, of course, but you know what? I don't have to rely on a bus every day. You know, just little things like that to bring you back to be like, okay, yeah. If I didn't have this this struggle, I, I wouldn't have all the the abundance as as well. You know, I I hope you guys understand what I'm where I'm getting at here. But it's yeah, it's true. You know, you think, okay, thank you for this home or this apartment that I'm living in, and it really does take you back and and just being thankful and kind of going back to the beginning of the mindset as well as, you know, if you are going through a struggle, maybe it's a health issue in particular, resetting your mind and how that can truly affect the physical aspect of it and being also conscious of, I mean, there's trolls out there. There's people, they say things, really know what, Maybe you're saying to someone else how that can affect them because you don't know what they're going through and that could, maybe it doesn't, it wouldn't affect you personally, but it could affect them. So really be be cautious of that because that can totally change their outcome and look on life and, and their physical well-being.
0: Such a good point. I think it's so important that you have people around you too because the last thing you want is to be alone when you're, I mean, I just, we're, we're all doing life with such a shallow level of connection in so many ways. I think it's, it's really rare to see people that have, you know, super deep connections with people because we've just gotten used to everybody's in their own lane. Everybody's busy, you know, and we'll keep up on social media and we're send text messages, but we don't really even a lot of times do a lot of things face to face. And so I think finding a couple of people, I mean, you don't need a lot, but I mean, even if you have one person, I feel like you've got one person in your corner that knows you, that you can you can just offload some of the things that you're trying to process. I mean, sometimes it's just, you, you don't need a solution. You just need a sounding board, but somebody that can speak truth over your life. Because there are times where you're gonna just feel like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired, I'm irritable, and that's fine. But you need somebody that will remind you of who you are. We're speaking God's truth over your life. And I love that the the gratitude practice is so, like that to me, that's such a, an easy like, tool to go to because when you really start getting frustrated you know my go to is worship music and i'll i'll find like one song like find yourself an anthem song my right now i really like trust in god by elevation worship so if you need one you could borrow mine but um there's a part in the song and it said i sought the lord and he heard and he answered and they just repeat it over over and over and over again and i'm telling you in the moments and this happens like at least once a day where, you know, something shows up and I'm like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. And, you know, I feel like I may just have an emotional breakdown. I'll put the song on. And I'm like, I believe that this has purpose in my life. I'm not going to ignore the fact that it's triggering the floodgates of a complete, you know, breakdown. I'm going to allow that to happen, but I'm going to redirect all of the bitterness, the anger, the sadness, all of the heartbreak and I'm gonna allow God to receive the glory for it. And I've I'm telling you, replacing all of the doubts and the and the the unbelief in your heart with truth, it will change who you are. It will change your experience in life. You can have the worst circumstances and have joy. Like, isn't that what we all want? Is to have true joy. And so I hope that you find that because it's it's available to everybody in the middle of your health crisis, in the middle of your divorce, in the middle of, you know, loss or grief, like you can have joy. You may not feel happy, but God will give you joy. And that is is always there. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So
2: I'm getting emotional.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: man. I feel like that's just like the perfect note to leave everyone with. Courtney, you are a superwoman and- (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're going through so much right now and you're still holding your own. You're running your business. You're coming on this podcast. You're making time for so many things. And I just, I'm so grateful to have you on this podcast to share your wisdom and knowledge with my listeners here. And for everyone listening, where can they find you and start following you? Because everyone needs to follow you on social.
0: Oh, you're so sweet. Well, thank you so much for having me back. And, um, You know, I I think that anybody can live in a state of overflow. So if you feel like, well, I don't have anything to offer right now because I can barely get myself out of bed. You can have a, a mental state, a spiritual state of overflow in your life, even if you're flat on your back. So, you know, just plant yourself in truth, believe that everything has purpose and significance in your life, and you'll carry yourself differently, even if it means that you know, you you still have to slow things down, and you're not you don't feel as productive as you once were. And and I think that that's really where I'm at right now. I don't have all the energy in the world to do a lot of different things, but I feel like the the areas that God has called me to, if I can just live in that overflowed state of you know what, here I am, Lord. I just want you to be able to use me as a vessel. You know, He does the rest. So I would love if you followed along. I'm on Instagram. I'm organic underscore blondie. Um, and then you can find me online at organicblondylife.com. And then I also work full-time for Dr. Josh Axe over at the Health Institute. So you can find me over there and I help host with Dr. Motley, the ancient health podcast, um, which you know about, and we're, we're just, we're so excited. to. I know it's been, it's been cool. Um, just to have kind of, we just have great synergy. And I, I love that we're able to share platforms and things like that, but um always just trying to support people in their journey to better health.
1: Well, thank you so much, Courtney. And I'll be sure to include all those uh, links in today's show notes. So you guys can easily access them. Thank you again and hope to have you back. You're always welcome.
0: Oh, thanks so much.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.
2: Looking to build a more robust foundation in your health and well-being? From the producer of Digest This comes one of the most popular alternative health shows on Apple Podcasts, The Dr. Tina Show. Dr. Tina Moore is a naturopathic physician and chiropractor, traditionally and alternatively trained in science and medicine. The show features exclusive interviews with experts such as Sean Stevenson, Mike Mutzel, Mark Groves, and even solo episodes covering metabolic health, pharmaceuticals, chronic diseases, long hauler syndrome, and pain management. Dr. Tina delivers the information in a no-nonsense, real-world style, and she has the science to back it up. The Dr. Tina Show is edgy, entertaining, and informative. Every episode will leave you with a new pearl of health wisdom to expand your knowledge base. When you're empowered, you can do better for yourself, your family, and your community. Resilience is the name of the game, and Dr. Tina is here to guide you on your way. Listen to The Dr. Tina Show today on your favorite podcast app. New episodes every Wednesday. Produced by Drake Peterson and Resident Media.